Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, the station, or its advertisers. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Jesse Gastan. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's own Jesse Gastan. And I do want to welcome you to this Monday edition of Lifeline, January 17th. 2022, a most notable and celebrated holiday, Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday is a day of celebrating one beacon of light that played a role in establishing, if you will, just the integrity of which our Constitution was built upon, and that is freedom. Freedom. You may have heard these words which were uttered by him, one has not only a legal, but a moral responsibility to obey just laws. Conversely, one has a moral responsibility to disobey unjust laws. Any law that uplifts human personality, or I would say today, persons, is just. Any law that degrades human persons is unjust. And that statement, you guys, is really at the heart of where we are today in this very ubiquitous, very challenging, very Orwellian period in which you and I are living. On the one hand, we're blessed, blessed, blessed out of our socks. Uh, And we, we give credit to the true and the living God for that situation. He reigns on the just and on the unjust And he allows seeds and years and days to occur in the cyclical pattern in which he has informed nature and sustained nature to produce for us um, everything necessary for life under the sun. God is good that way. On the other hand, because of sin and rebellion, our world is so broken that we are called upon to be our brother's keeper. We don't have the privilege. We can't afford to stick our head in the sand every day of our lives and pretend that evil is not taking place. Wickedness is not occurring. Uh, Injustice is not mounting. Uh, A lot of things have been going on around our world and even uh, even to where we are today. So what we'll do is we'll kind of parse between the good and the evil and the right and the wrong and do what we should do as responsible citizens, rejoice in that which is good and not rejoice in that which is evil because love does not rejoice in iniquity. On the one hand, I'm super excited. The San Francisco 49ers have uh, made it to the second round in the NFL playoffs. Hallelujah. I always, always love to see our local teams doing so well. Uh, the Warriors are absolutely on a track for a uh, a fabulous year. Let's hope that holds out. But uh, as I was saying to my general uh, board op, uh, Brother Nate, uh, that the 49, 49ers have a tendency, even when they're on the bubble, to find a way to get in there. And that's exactly what they did. They did not have a great year. Uh, but they made it in and they summarily handled, in my opinion, 
the uh, Dallas Cowboys to make it to round two of the playoffs, and I'm happy about it. Uh, on as well, not on the other hand, but in addition to that, I'm excited because yesterday's worship at Grace Bible Church was absolutely phenomenal. I hope that was the case for you. You know, with all of the stuff that's going on in our world, and I could make a case theologically and historically to, to say that we are in a serious kind of tribulation, no doubt about it, uh, a, 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 a pressure. We are dealing with inflation. We are dealing with uh, borderline depression. We are dealing with mass psychosis um, that has manifested itself on so many levels in terms of the uh, social, psychological, uh, if you will, trauma that has occurred throughout this whole pandemic. We are dealing with uh, major levels of absolute irrational fear. The psychologists call this unassociated anxiety disorder, unassociated or disassociated anxiety disorder. That means people are anxious and people are fearful and people are troubled and can't really put their finger on the reason why. But this is all part of the deconstruction process of a larger global agenda. And you have been trained not to even pay any attention to the notion of conspiracy theory. I understand that fully. But there are some of you out there who are awake enough in the real sense of being awake um, to know that uh, sometimes people lie to you. And when they lie to you, you have an indicator. This is called intuitive knowing. You have an indicator that lets you know that something is wrong. And so whenever you hear people try to quell that indicator uh, by saying that's a conspiracy theorist theorist or theory, just uh, push them to the side very kindly and frankly and explore the probability, the plausibility and the possibility of something being done behind your back uh, without your knowledge uh, that is not for your good, which is demonstrating signals all over the planet for people who are discerning and circumspect and care about the way our world operates. In fact, all you have to do is just think about Martin Luther King's day and you'll know uh, conspiracy exists. You think about uh, JFK Jr.'s day <clears throat> and you know conspiracy exists. You think about Robert F. Kennedy and you know conspiracy exists. If you ask um, um, Abraham Lincoln, he will tell you conspiracy exists. If you were to ask many, many, many of the the, uh, blessed and fortunate persons who have found themselves in the bullseye of powers that be uh, because their message and their manner and their their calling would obstruct their agenda, they will tell you there is such thing as conspiracy. And whether you want to believe it or not, um, lots of things are happening in our world that really beg the question, why? They simply beg the question, why? And, uh, And that simply means to be prudent. It means to be Uh, circumspect. It means to be distrustful in a righteous way. It means to remember what happened 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 50 or 100. That's what that means. You and I are not good citizens if we presuppose that there is not always, as uh, one of our earlier presidents said, it's some nefarious powers seeking to overthrow righteousness and justice in the earth. 
um, because that's exactly what is constantly going on. And if you are a Christian, you are obligated to understand that there are principalities and powers working in dark places seeking to destroy uh, the Imago Day in every human being, and especially the lighthouse of uh, of that true witness that occurs in the uh, aggregate whole of the people of God whenever we walk in that prophetic and priestly witness that Jesus has called us to. So we're going to be looking at some very obvious evidence that this whole crazy uh, vaccine agenda that has been going on for a year and a half is now starting to appear um, just as ineffective as um, many of the uh, many of the other measures that Dr. Fauci has engaged in over the decades past. You're hearing it from all sorts of angles. By the way, let me just add one more positive note that just has emerged over the last couple of days. SCOTUS, the Supreme Court of the United States, has ruled that federal mandates are unjust, unconstitutional. Well, we already knew that, did we not? So like right here, I can plant my feet and ask you, what would you have done had the Supreme Court basically cowered and yielded to the Biden mandates just completely shredding our constitutional rights? What would you have done? Because we do know that our Supreme Courts have not always rule justly for us. I will take you back to Roe v. Wade in the horrible, horrible uh, ruling that allowed each state to fundamentally approve of slaughtering our children in the womb, which there is absolute correlation between that time and now, if we want to be honest about the vaccines. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, Brother Walter Hoy and a whole group of people, uh, Issues for Life Foundation, will be doing a rally this Saturday, downtown Oakland. Uh, I think it's going to start at 10 a.m. and then ends around 2 o'clock. 10 a.m. Uh, the rally actually starts at 12 noon sharp. And there will be some uh, singing and some speakers along with Walter himself. And then I guess they'll be doing a walk uh, around downtown Oakland. Uh, and so they'll be meeting this Saturday. Uh, I'm trying to say, oh, Oakland City Hall, if you want to be part of that event. When I come back from the break, I'll talk to you about why um, a person like Walter Hoy, who understands that very few people care, they don't even give a hoot about the children in the womb. Uh, I'll talk about the parallels between that in what we're dealing with now in terms of the mass psychosis, keeping people from facing the reality of what's going on with these so-called vaccinations. There is an absolute parallel on many levels, including the destruction of African-Americans, if you want to do the work. All right, this is the Money Edition of Lifeline. Put your seatbelts on. You're going to be hearing from some high-level um, professors and scholars and doctors saying it's an, a failed experiment. We need to close up shop, Fauci, and go back to normal as soon as we possibly can because our natural immune systems will solve this COVID problem as it has in the past. So it will in the future. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you on this Monday edition of Lifeline. Now, we will talk. I'll pick up the phone lines probably in about 30 minutes or so. one 367 one 367 I'd love to hear from new callers or 
People haven't called in a long time. We're in the year 2022 and we want to make it fresh as we possibly can. But we're going to continue telling the truth as it is in Jesus, as the opportunity allows us. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. Your host, Jesse Gistin. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back. The time is 520 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Uh, Welcome to uh, Lifeline. Your vaccine hesitant host, Jesse Gistin, is with you. A term that seems to have risen to the level of heresy in the new American religion that has been established by um, our government and, uh, and, and Mr. Fauci. No vaccines, go to the back of the bus. No vaccine, lose your job. No vaccine, censor him. An anti-vaxxer or a vaccine-hesitant person, punish him. Make a spectacle out of him or her to produce fear in everyone in the uh, American society, uh, says free America. Uh, If you're not for the vaccines, you're a bad person. If you're not taking the vaccines, you're going to be punished. Doesn't that sound very eerily similar to what was going on back in the day when the real problem was then uh, blacks versus whites or whites versus blacks and uh, and black people were the pariah. Now the non-vaccinated are the pariah. And this is why I quoted Martin Luther King when he says one has not only a legal but a moral responsibility to obey just laws. Conversely, one has a moral responsibility to disobey unjust laws. And so what we are recognizing and the Supreme Court has just affirmed is that we're dealing with something else other than a medical remedy to a problem that is allegedly pandemic And I would quickly say that COVID is really a cover-up for control. And I'm glad that our uh, judiciary finally uh, put the hammer down and stopped the Biden's madness, because we know that he's wrapped totally up in the uh, communist agenda as well, being super tied to China and all of its technology and its agenda uh, to boot. And if you would just open your eyes, you would see the correlations without a doubt. Um, That being said, there is also all kinds of information coming out all over the world and even locally by your your professionals who actually know there's something going on that is fishy. The facts are coming out, dearly beloved, and the facts fundamentally say this. Do not take another shot. You're hearing them talking about boosters here, boosters there, as if it's somehow uh, Tom's, if you will, uh, you know, uh, acid relief uh, for indigestion. This is this is undermining the reality of the enormous uh, impact that these gene therapy shots are making all over the world. And what you're hearing from, I mean, renowned professors, Professor Bhattacharya from uh, Stanford University, who's part of the warranting declaration team. I think it was 2,600 professionals who drafted the warranting declaration about a year and a half ago. And we read it in our church explaining how important it is that you don't lose your constitutional rights over an alleged pandemic, especially one handled with the kind of unscientific manner in which you and I have been uh, facing this present pandemic. But all kinds of professors from all kinds of universities mark this now. 
How is it that professors and doctors and scientists from Stanford, from Yale, from Oxford, from John Hopkins, from Harvard, and many other universities, not to mention my heroes that they have basically made to be heretics, I won't call them out. Uh, how is it that they uh, are now calling attention to these matters in a very, very serious way when they were never before vaccine questioners? You got to ask the question, how is it that a whole industry of legitimate uh, human loving, rights loving, uh, holding to their oath, you shall do no harm loving professors and doctors and epidemiologists and vir virologists, et cetera, et cetera, are now raising serious questions, writing serious articles. And look, your stated news initiative and your Facebook and your Google and your uh, central media outlets, particularly the left, they can squash some of the information, but they cannot squash all of it. And because they cannot squash all of it, those of us who are hungering and thirsting for righteousness will be fed by Christ, as he says. And so when we are told, don't pay attention to this person, that person or the other, and are not given legitimate and just reasons why, but slander and ridicule and poisoning the well without really justly affirming whether or not those persons are credible or not. See, that is not righteous. That's tail-bearing, that's slander. That is heinous in the eyes of God when you do that to someone. And Christians ought never to be even remotely associated with such patterns of obfuscation. But we know better, don't we? Because we've been here, been there, we've done that. We've heard our media uh, condemn a thing one day and then approve of it the next like mask don't work. Well, you were basically censored if you said that a year ago. Now you're hearing that from the CDC and the FDA. They knew it all along. For instance, like um, shutting people in and and uh, social distancing and and if you will, being locked down for weeks at a time don't work. Well, you would have been censored and maybe even really fined in some kind of way if they could a year ago. Now, what is Lewinsky saying? After five days, you can go about your business. Oh, and by the way, don't take the PCR test because if you take it, it will show that you're still positive for up to 40 days. So all of a sudden now, and we were screaming at the top of our lungs that the PCR test is an absolute scam and was never made for that. And you should have never used that as a measure to determine whether or not a person was legitimately sick, particularly if they were asymptomatic. All it does is create a mechanism for controlling people and getting them down to take a shot out of fear based upon nothing. Now, all of a sudden, she's saying, don't 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 test it. Don't don't use it. Don't regard it. Once you do your five days, just go on about your life. And I don't know if you're hearing it. It's all over uh, the medical industry <clears throat> that nurses and doctors who have taken the shot once, twice, three times. And in some cases, four are still getting sick. And guess what the hospitals are saying? Because they are understaffed, because Biden has overreached and he has offended so many of our frontline medical doctors and nurses and staff workers who are not going to become slaves to a worldwide universal guinea pig uh, experiment 
They just didn't. And so they lost their jobs. God blessed them a hundredfold for standing for righteousness. You know what they're doing with the <clears throat> the ones who did compromise and God blessed them to heal you of your compromise because you should have stood on your principle. Nevertheless, um, they're telling them to come back to work, even with symptoms, even with uh, the fact that they still can be tested positive for COVID. So you're making a distinction between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And the vaccinated are still getting sick. And I'm going to talk to you about the horrible news coming out about that here in a moment. The unvaccinated are not getting sick. More people are in the hospital uh, for this Omicron that, that are vaccinated. And th- those numbers are incontrovertible. So don't even argue with me. Uh, than the uh, non-vaccinated, but the non-vaccinated are still going to be prejudicial, uh, prejudicially and discriminated upon uh, significantly because this is part of the operation divide and destroy. Now, does that make any sense, you doctors out there? Does it make any sense, you nurses out there? Does it make any sense, you professors out there, those who would be listening, because we know you do, particularly you good ones? You know this doesn't make any sense, but that's the nature of mass psychosis. The nature of mass psychosis is to do things that don't make sense, to break down people's wills, to destroy their capacity for righteous judgment, and to keep them in constant states of cognitive dissonance, cognitive dissonance which is a form of insanity. It's really psychological abuse. And so it's important for you and I to wake up to the reality that the signals are everywhere. Good doctors, good nurses, good professors are screaming, hey, hey, foul, foul, something is wrong. For instance, listen to this article from the UK Health Security Agency published a weekly vaccine surveillance report. This is from the UK Health Security Agency, COVID-19 vaccine induced acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. COVID-19 vaccines gives one an acquired immune deficiency syndrome. That is horrible. But some of the good prophetic doctors warned us about this a number of months and years ago that the vaccines would not only not protect, they would destroy your immune system. So when I come back, I'm going to be read a very short, brief article from the UK Health Security Agency about it. And then we're going to hear from Israel because the good doctors who know you shall do no harm have cried out clearly that this is a failed agenda and it needs to stop. Now, you're not going to hear this on CNN, Fox News either. You're not going to hear it on your major media outlets. And not not at least now. A lot of times what I've learned over the years by uh, being able to do public talk like this is that you and I will start this conversation. And a good group of people out there will say, you know, PJ's crazy. What is he talking about? I mean, we can go way back a, a, a lot of years on a lot of matters. But for some reason, I'm still able to talk. And then the next thing you know, guess what? They're saying what I'm saying. And it's not because I'm clairvoyant. It's not because I'm getting a revelation. It's simply that I'm actually doing what we all should be doing, proving all things and holding fast to that which is good. And that's what we're going to do, because you know what? We are pro-life. We are not pro-government. We are pro-life. We are only pro-government when government is pro-life when government is pro-righteousness. Otherwise, we have to be both prophetic 
and Priestley. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. Don't touch that dial. I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back to time 536 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Glad to have you with me. If your ear is at the uh, speaker, we are now going to look at the uh, expression of the UK Health Security Agency uh, publishing a weekly vaccine surveillance report. Now, um, I was able to get my hands on the uh, Pfizer trials, and you can, anybody can, if you're serious about getting at truth. And the Pfizer trials, before they rolled out the vaccines under the EUA, stopped their trial process six months into the uh, the trials. They were doing uh, double-blind, random uh, testing, uh, you know, control testing. Uh, and they stopped six months in. And, and doctors who know how, how vaccine trials work know that that is unusual. Um, but they stopped at six months in because they were experiencing problems. Uh, one young lady who just happens to be paralyzed, her name is DeMarie. Um, I'm forgetting her first name, but it'll come back to me. She became a real problem for Pfizer. And Ron Johnson exposed uh, all of these injuries to uh, Senator Ron Johnson, if you will, exposed all of these injuries to uh, to the Congress and, and Senate. They know about the stuff that I'm sharing with you, uh, but still and yet the media will not face these matters. And so the, the information is out there. It's just not going to be given to you by your main orifices. So now listen to this and you can consider it for yourself, for which I've been telling people do not take another shot. COVID-19 vaccine induced acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. The real world effectiveness of COVID-19 injections wane significantly in a short amount of time. So, you know, you've been hearing safe and effective for a long time. You really don't know what that means. And unless you're a medical doctor or a nurse or a pathologist or uh, someone who actually deals with stats, you know how ambiguous that terminology is. This, I was listening to um, uh, uh, Edward Benet the other night. He is like the father of propaganda, and he shows you how to use terms that can sound good but have the opposite meaning and impact. And that's what you got going on with a lot of the media component around the vaccines being safe and effective. It is uh, an extremely uh, sophisticated, if you will, smoke and mirrors, uh, magic trick, rhetorical magic trick to make you think they are. But here's what is stated. The real world effectiveness of COVID-19 injections, they wane significantly in a short amount of time. That's why you guys are being asked to take two and three and four boosters. But unfortunately for the vaccinated population, rather than the immune system returning to the same state it was prior to the vaccine, the immune system performance begins to rapidly decline, making it inferior to that of the unvaccinated. So I want you to hear that. They have plainly stated that not only does the so-called immunity wear off, and quite frankly, there would be an argument that you don't have immunity because you can still get COVID. Uh, when the immunity wears off, you don't go back to normal. Like it doesn't dissipate. Like the spike protein from this gene therapy doesn't dissipate from your body and you just go back to ground zero. No, they're saying that your immune system is damaged and your immunity is inferior to that of the unvaccinated. 
Now, they knew this. This is why they didn't do a year trial or a two year trial, because Pfizer would have been able would have had to admit that in the seventh or eighth month of the trials, they would have had so many signals of this very thing that we're talking about right now. Um, a, a spike in uh, in COVID infections on the part of the vaccinated uh, contravening the notion that uh, are contradicting the notion that the uh, vaccines are safe and effective. That's what you're reading here. Now, the official UK government data proves that a booster dose of the vaccine can give a short term boost to immune system of the vaccinated. But unfortunately, this same data shows that the immune system performance then begins to decline even faster than it was prior to the booster dose being given. This data, therefore, suggests that the vaccine population will now require an endless cycle of booster shots to boost their immune system to a point where it does not fail, but is inferior to that of the unvaccinated population. Ladies and gentlemen, did you get that? What what this particular article is saying is what I have been sharing with you for months. You're you're a hamster on a hamster wheel of vaccine shots every couple of months just to try to keep your immune system at ground zero. But in fact, they're saying it's worse than that. They're saying the acquired immunodeficiency syndrome is a condition that leads to the loss of immune cells and leaves individuals susceptible to other infections and the development of certain types of cancers. In other words, it completely decimates the immune system. Now, I think that the doctors that are out there that are listening to me or will listen, because a lot of you will pass this on, they already know this. And I think that they're already seeing the evidence of this in hospitals everywhere. And I think that we're not actually being told the truth around this. I think that nurses and doctors are seeing what are called retroviral uh, uh, emergent uh, sicknesses, uh, autoimmune deficiency. That's that's AIDS, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they're seeing cancers. They're seeing tumors. They're seeing this. And they already have the 50 uh, manifestations of uh, the COVID vaccine injury on VARES. There are 50 different manifestations from neurological problems to thrombosis, blood problems from cardio, myocardia uh, to pericardia. Uh, all of this is very serious stuff that you're not hearing about in your major media because they know if you hear about it, you are going to avoid what cannot possibly be based upon the evidence, something that is safe and effective. And it goes on to say, just this short clip, only time will tell, but judging by the current figures, it looks like we will only need to wait a matter of weeks to find out just how significantly impactful and harmful this gene therapy has been on the part of uh, people who have been forced to take it, propagandized to take it, um, uh, cudgeled to take it, uh, paid to take it, will buy you a donut, you can win a million dollars. I mean, all sorts of things, all the way down to this is criminal and you can laugh if you want to, but it's not a funny issue. You will lose your job if you don't take it. What kind of world is that? Is that a free world? Ladies and gentlemen, is it a free world? I'm just asking you because, you know, I you, you can imagine I'm taking a lot of heat for this. I am because hardly no one is wanting to talk about it. 
hardly no one, uh, in the arena of those who should be talking about it. Um, you can imagine uh, the the cognitive dissonance, the uh, psychological impairment, the pain that's going on in men and women who are actually suffering from these vaccine injuries, not being able to have their day in court. It is like unto what Brett Weinstein stated when he was talking with a um, another professor who herself had been injured by the vaccine, the uh, the the vaccine trials by Pfizer and Moderna and AstraZeneca and um, the Biden administration and the WHO and the FDA, they throw their warriors under the bus once they get wounded. In other words, you you, you try to do your job in, in helping uh, America. We're going to help America. We used to hear this early on. If you're not getting vaccinated, you're not on the team. If you're not getting vaccinated, you're not helping out. All propaganda. All propaganda. If you're not if you're not got, getting uh, vaccinated, you're not taking one for the team. Well, here's what happens: you take one for the team, and you get knocked down. And then when the team cries help, help, guess what's happening? They shut you down. They don't want you to be heard by anybody. I mean, that's bad enough. That's called friendly fire uh, in 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 the in the world of, of war. They know that there's going to be some friendly fire that ends up happening because of human weakness and human failure. But how audacious is it to wound your own fellow soldiers? And then when they cry out, this is a young lady that you will find with all of the testimonies that Ron Johnson had laid out before the Senate and Congress in his boldness. And they want to call him crazy, too. She's wounded for life and she won't even get paid for it. They took her name out of the trials so that it wouldn't even pop up as a signal. Because what we're dealing with is what is called the Stated News Initiative. What is that, Pastor? You can't say anything against this gene therapy regimen. You can't speak against the shot. And whether you know it or not, money is being poured in everywhere, in all the institutions, to lockstep in conformity with being quiet. And you heard the announcer say it, and I'll say it again. This this particular program with just the Monday show uh, does not necessarily uh, agree with the views and opinions of the station that I, I happen to be uh, speaking through. And I'm, I'm thankful that they're letting me do it. Again, we don't know how long that will last, but I must affirm that what I am saying is not what they say. It's not what they necessarily believe. And I'm glad that we can have a little bit of freedom of diversity of opinions on this Christian station because you're not going to get it in the secular context or even in the apostate Christian context because they're cowering as we did back in the days of Hitler and back in the days of the Bolshevik Revolution as well. The church doesn't seem to know how to discern truth from error when... uh, when the pressure is on, and it's a sad case of affairs. I'm very, I'm very saddened by that, but I am not disheartened because I know that my master said, whatever is done in the dark, it'll be brought to the light. Whatever is spoken in secret, it'll come out on the rooftop and it's coming out. And when we come back from the break, Professor Ehud Kimron from Israel will tell us some very probing, very serious, and some very clear and definitive uh, 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 conclusions that they have drawn in Israel, who has been a major, major proponent of the vaccines. And he's going to speak clearly to you and clearly to me when we come back on this Monday edition of Lifeline. We will be right back. 
And now back to Lifeline. <laughs> we are back. The time is 552. <clears throat> Talking with my board operator and uh, pilot, DeHun, about uh, Terry Black's barbecue. Absolutely phenomenal. If you want some sensational barbecue, Terry Black's is not in the Bay Area. It's not even in California. California is not worthy right now. It is in my parents' hometown of Texas, and you can find it <clears throat> across Dallas, across San Antonio, across Austin. It's absolutely fabulous food. And then he was talking about watching this um, documentary called High on the Hog. I think I will do that and uh, just enjoy myself. <clears throat> Anyhow, I want to talk to you now from a very concerned um, microbiologist who happens to be Professor uh, Ehud Kimron. Now, Ehud is the term we get from the Old Testament book of Judges, getting ready to unpack Judges for a couple of months at Grace, great Christocentric redemptive paradigm studies that we'll be looking at. God raised up saviors to deliver Israel anytime that they found themselves in bondage because they stopped looking to God and started looking to men, which is where we are in our country. But will you listen to Professor Ehud Kimron, Ministry of Health? He says it's time to admit failure. Now, this is a professor of, uh, of uh, he's a professor in Tel Aviv, uh, Israel, and he's speaking from Tel Aviv University. Uh, and here is what he has to say uh, as he addresses uh, leading Israelite. He's a leading Israelite immunologist. And uh, his concerns of what has occurred over the last year and a half is very striking. So listen to what, what he has to say. Again, Professor Ehud Kimron, head of the Department of Microbiology and Immunology at Tel Aviv University and one of the leading Israelites, Israel, Israeli, that's the term, immunologist has written an open letter sharply criticizing the Israel uh, and indeed, global management of the coronavirus pandemic. Now, see, you got to really have some kahunas. You got to be bold. You got to be standing on principle to do that because part of the Marxist agenda has been to shut down anybody who has opposed the stated narrative. So, kudos to Professor Kimron. Here's what is stated uh, Ministry of Health, it's time to admit failure. Ministry of Health, it's time to admit failure, he says, in the end, the truth will always be revealed. Now, that's what I've been saying to you. And the truth about coronavirus virus policy is beginning to be revealed. And it is, many of us know this, when the destructive concepts collapse one by one, there is nothing left but to tell the experts who led the management of the pandemic, we told you so. Two years late, you finally realize that a respiratory virus cannot be defeated and that any such attempt is doomed to fail. You do not admit it because you have admitted almost no mistake in the last two years, and that also is unscientific. But in retrospect, it is clear that you have failed miserably in almost all of your actions, and even the media is already having a hard time covering your shame. See how clear he is. See now, ladies and gentlemen, you you're hearing someone that doesn't sound like your PC, your primary care doctor. You're hearing someone that doesn't sound like your um, orthopedist. You're hearing someone that doesn't sound like uh, your conventional American doctors because they're all being paid off to not say this. 
they're being fired. I'm, I'm trying to gather together a number of the doctors in uh, California for a um, presentation at our church who are they're 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 um, suing uh, Kaiser for firing them because they won't take the shot. Kudos to them. So as we listen to uh, Brother Kimron speak, he says, "You refuse to admit that the infections." come in waves that fade by themselves despite years of observations and scientific knowledge. Do you understand what he just said? No, Pastor, help us. We we know how viruses work. They come and go. They rise and fall. What does he mean by that? They've taken it and propagandized that. They have stoked fears when the stats go up. Uh, and when they go down, they don't say anything about it to continue to keep people on this, this hamster wheel of uh, complete compliance without objectivity, without evidence, without science. He goes on to say, you insisted on attributing every decline of a wave solely to your actions. In other words, the results of the wave going down was the policies of the FDA or the CDC. And he's saying that's not so. See, I can hear really, really conscientious doctors going amen at this preaching. And I can hear really, really compromised doctors squilling in their seats, squirming in their seats, because they know they have compromised their own. He goes on to say, and so through false propaganda, you overcame the plague. And again, you defeated it. And again, and again, and again, you refuse to admit <clears throat> that mass testing is ineffective, despite your own contingency plans explicitly stated so. Pandemic influenza health system preparedness plan. That's because all of this stuff is planned, ladies and gentlemen. You refuse to admit that recovery is more protective than a vaccine. That is natural immunity is more protective than a vaccine. And it's something that all doctors have always known all of a sudden is not true in this case. Now, he says, despite previous knowledge and observations showing that non-recovered vaccinated people are more likely to be infected than recovered people. He says, in spite the knowledge and observation showing that non-recovered vaccinated people are more likely to be infected than recovered people. You refuse to admit that the vaccinated are contagious despite the observations. Based on this, you hoped to achieve herd immunity by vaccination and you failed in that as well. You insisted on ignoring the fact that the disease is dozens of times more dangerous for risk groups and older adults than for young people who are not in risk groups, despite the knowledge that came from China as early as 2020. You refused to adopt the Barrington Declaration, this is what we were talking about earlier, signed by more than 60,000 scientists and medical professionals or other common sense programs. You chose to ridicule slander, distort, and discredit them. I heard that all through this pandemic. Instead of the right program and people, you have chosen professionals who lack relevant training for pandemic management, physicists as chief government advisors, veterinarians, security officers, media personnel, and so on. He might as well include actors and politicians, okay? You have not set up an effective system for reporting side effects from vaccines and reports on side effects have been deleted from your Facebook page. Doctors avoid linking side effects to vaccines lest you persecute them as you did with some of their colleagues. 
you have ignored many reports of changes in menstrual intensity and menstrual cycle times. That is obviously with women. You hid data that allows for objective and proper research. For example, you remove you remove the data on passengers at Ben Gurim Airport. Instead, you chose to publish non-objective articles together with senior Pfizer executive on the effectiveness and safety of the vaccine. That is your rhetorical perilous pendulum putting people to sleep. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. He goes on to say irreversible damage to the trust has occurred. And we know that even with Americans. And he's talking to Israelis. We get to just hear, listen in on him because of yours truly. But he's talking to Israelis. But the same thing is going on here in America, is it not? He goes on to say, however, from the heights of your hubris, you have ignored the fact that in the end, truth will be revealed and it begins to and it's beginning to be revealed. The truth is that you have brought the public's trust in you to an unprecedented low and you have ended your status, eroded your status rather as a source of authority. The truth is that you have burned hundreds of billions of shekels to no avail for publishing intimidation for effective tests, for uh, ineffective tests, rather, for destructive lockdowns, for disrupting the routine of life in the last two years. You have destroyed the education of our children, their future. You made children feel guilty, scared, smoke, drink, get addicted, drop out, and quarrel as school principals around the country attest. You have harmed livelihoods, the economy, human rights, mental health, and physical health. You have slandered colleagues who did not surrender to you. You turned the people against each other. This is called divide and conquer. This is socialism. Divided society polarized the discourse. You have branded without any scientific basis people who chose not to get vaccinated as enemies of the public and as spreaders of disease. You promote in an unprecedented way the Tragonian policy of discrimination, denial of rights, and selection of people, including children, for their medical choice. A selection that lacks any epidemiological justification. When you compare the destructive policies you are pursuing with the same policies of some of the other countries, you can clearly see that the destruction you have caused has only added victims beyond the vulnerable to the virus. The economy you ruined, the unemployed you caused, and the children whose education you destroyed, they are the surplus victims as a result of your own actions, of your own actions only. This is what the professor at Tel Aviv University has stated his name again is Professor Ehud Kimrong of the Ministry of Health. And the article is it's time to admit failure. See, you don't you don't hear in America. You don't hear men talking like this because we're not making them anymore. We're not making real men. We're, we're making, you know, patsies. We're making people. See, you're good if you comply and agree with everything that just goes on by the stat- status quo. This is true even in the church. I'm so I'm so sad to say it. Even in the church, if you push back like Brother Ehud is doing and yours truly and a few others, we are marginalized. We are said to be insane. We are said to be troublemakers. We are said to be irrational, illogical. 
and 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 absolutely wrong. Again, is is Mr. Kamran a conspiracy theorist, or is he simply looking at the data and out of the integrity of his conscience, you shall do no harm, willing to suffer whatever he's going to suffer because he's looking at the people in Israel. They are ninety plus percent vaccinate, uh, vaccinated. 90 plus percent vaccinated and they have the highest rates of infection. That does not require um, any kind of medical knowledge to know something is wrong with the protocol here. Something is seriously wrong with the protocol here. So I'm going to take a break because we're on the end of uh, this first segment. Uh, When we come back, I'll start taking your phone calls at 1-888-367-367. Five three two nine one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. I've got two lines open. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. We'll be right back. 